Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers. Hello, everyone. We are back with the Line Breakers podcast. I am once again joined with the mechanic. But uh, it looks like the professor, just like the just like Penn State, they're no show. <laughs> He's a no show, but he is doing an honorable thing. He's taking his students to a Broadway show to give them some cultural yeah, indoctrination. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yes. Yes, yes. That's I didn't know you were going to divulge that, but yes, it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he wants his students to get, uh, you know, uh, a, a little education in what the American culture no. is about. Yeah, no, that's cool. I joked with him before. I said probably not going to be as good as the Michael Keaton version of Beetlejuice, but I mean, you know. A yeah. good show, a good show in New York yeah. City. So, nevertheless, you know, I I, I uh, take my hat off to him, which would be my new hat, Ooh. which I bought. Segway right out that one. Yeah, he couldn't segway. wait to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Segway into my new Raiders hat. The Raiders uh, prevailed last Thursday night, and they are on their road to respectability. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're kind of one game behind the Chiefs in the division, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Yep. We're going to roll right into uh, the week 10 and what happened. And once again, another uh, underdog story, really. Yeah. Well, you know, as I say every week, I like to title each episode something. And this one is And Then There Were None. Because uh, it took us until week 10 to finally see the last undefeated team to go down as the Seahawks defeated the Niners in a thrilling Monday night football affair, which ranks, in my opinion, with the best of them, if not just the best game of the year so far. I think there were a couple of games this good just this week that were pretty good. But, yeah, that game was, I mean, good was back and forth, defensive touchdowns, turnovers, stops, uh, a little bit of sloppy play, I think, on both sides. But, I mean, that's going to happen in, the, uh, in a game of that magnitude. It's going to come down to what team kind of just makes more mistakes. Yeah. So I'm sure some uh, champagne bottles were popping in uh, Florida and elsewhere for the 72 survivors of uh, that undefeated season. Yeah, it's always that one guy, right, that's always popping the champagne. Uh, yeah. I don't know his name, but I can see his face. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But Nobody knows his name. But This was one of my picks. You know, I, I did uh, have a winning record again. And, you know, once in a while you should go look at our records and uh, buy our picks. But, you know, the Hawks looked like a team that could pull it off. And uh, it's in writing. It's documented that we picked that. You mm-hmm. know, the game meant everything you could want. Even subplots, Richard Sherman dressed up in a Niners uniform going against the team that made him uh, famous. It was just like, and he still has that determination. And, uh, you know, we had great defensive efforts from both teams. You know, both these scoring a, a touchdown. Yeah. And then you add the extra drama of an overtime, which is, you know, really, you know, for a Monday night game, you, they couldn't hope for anything better. Yeah, it was really, and it was back and forth in overtime too. Like you thought one team was going to win. I mean, they couldn't get it done. And the and oh, you also have the probably. I mean, Russell Wilson's the front runner right now to win MVP, and that may have been like the MVP game where people, everyone sticks in their mind. Like yep. he won that game, and they kind of just ride him into getting yep. uh, to winning the award. And you know, and Garoppolo, you know, he had looked like flawless until then, but you know, he made a few bad throws, like more than a few. Yeah. And Wilson did something he never does. I haven't checked the stat, but I've heard that he has never thrown a red zone INT. Oh, wow. Uh, No, he has in the Super Bowl. Maybe not in the regular season, but obviously in the Super Bowl. No, no, that was on the goal line. 
Oh, it's in the red zone. <laughs> Whatever. Well, and that was the worst call yeah. in history, you know, the, 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 the play but, call. But, yeah, stats are all kind of mixed up. Like, they have playoff stats and regular season stats. So he might have not thrown an interception in the red zone in the regular season. That could very well be a uh, yeah. stat. And Garoppolo fumbling the ball. You can't fumble the ball before half there. Imagine sitting yeah. there and you have the halftime line and he fumbles the ball right there up 10 and they go it goes 10-7 right then. Yep. You can't have that happen. Yep. Clowney kind of controlled that game. He showed well, how dominant he could be. Clowney uh, proved why he was drafted number one overall, I believe, four years ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He never lived yeah. up to his promise. But he's uh, still an athletic freak. I oh, mean, if you yeah. let him go. I mean, I know the Niners. I have a Niners friend. They were missing some offensive line. Or they just got offensive linemen back, so he kind of expected them to play a little bit better. They did not. Yeah. Um, and the Niners had a lot of uh, attrition in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, but it was just thrilling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I stay up to the bitter end, and I asked the professor uh, the following day. He goes, no, no, I can't stay up that late. <laughs> so I've got to get up early and, and, and teach and these work. kids about Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know, right? So mm-hmm. on to, I, want to, I have to touch on this because the professor was there, the, the toilet bowl. The Jets beat the Giants, which although technically it was listed as a Jets home game, it's the giant stadium for yeah. Christ's sakes, mm-hmm. you know, and they say, you know, you're, you're pathetic if you consider that bragging rights, but it, it still does, you know, you know, they don't play each other again for four years other than the preseason. Yeah. I mean, Jets and, and Giants fans, they're two very high, intense fans. So they'll be talking about that with each other for the next four yeah, years. And, and like on, on the radio since then, the, the Jets players that come on to the radio have said, yeah, you know, we've got bragging rights. I'm like, oh, come on, you're two and seven, whatever you are, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess slim bragging rights, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Try, try to beat the uh, the Redskins this yeah, weekend. Uh-huh. But at least it turned out to be kind of an ex- semi-exciting game for uh, people watching and people there. I mean, it was kind of, uh, at least it was a high scoring. I mean, they made Darnold look like yeah, he was a god. And, and, and professional. Professor even got a uh, selfie with uh, the, the the Jets' number one fan. Did you see oh that? yeah, the uh, Fireman Ed, Fire right? Ed. Yep, yeah. Fireman Ed. Let's go Jets! That was right? Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, the, the head coach of the Giants, Shermer, continues to demonstrate he has no business being a head coach. You know, he makes bad calls. He burns all three timeouts in the second half way too early. He has Saquon Barkley, who has now admitted he's injured, but 13 carries for one yard. I could gain one yard. Yeah, that's right? nothing I to... I might be uh, dead after it. Yeah. Right? And I might be looking for my ball. <laughs> but it's just fall. <laughs> yeah. But one yard for th- after 13 carries, it's just, it's just an, it's inexplicable. Yeah, especially it's for a talent like him. I mean, you're putting... I mean, you're playing fantasy with him. You're betting on the Giants because of him. You can't just have 13 touches for one yard in the yeah. game. And then Daniel Jones continues his turnovers with shocking regularity, which can also be attributed to the coaching. You know, you just can't do that. You can't just give the guy the ball and just constantly turn. He handed it over, right? Didn't he hand it over? Yeah, literally. The guy ripped it. Well, the guy literally ripped it out of his hands. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jamal Adams. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! But exactly, And, and I mean, he's still a rookie. And and I guess maybe it is the coach's fault. You can't just you can't just put the ball in his hand and expect him to win you the game. That just doesn't happen. That can't happen yeah. with a rookie unless you have an amazing scheme. Well, you know, as some commentators have said that you know ball management is the game, and you yeah. have to learn how to either eat the ball or throw the ball. But exactly. you can't hand it to the other team yeah. or put it on the carpet every time you're about to get hit. Yeah, that'll that'll kill a bet quicker than. Uh quicker than anything really turnovers if you get those silly little turnovers in games that'll ruin you more bets than ever yeah and we're going to go off script a little bit here because maritiki barber 
Cheeky. He, he he was going to be cut if he didn't stop fumbling. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge problem. I mean, you see when the Patriots every year, if, if you fumble, Belichick has no problem just sending you up, just never playing you again. <laughs> the ball is the game. Yeah. And some some coaches, that is, that the ball is the game. Yeah. That's the holy grail of the game. Yeah. Ball security is job security. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So we saw a lot of surprises this weekend, which is, once again, no surprise. And uh, you, know, we, we often say if everyone agrees on something, it, it's scary. It can't mm-hmm. be right. Yeah, usually don't go with the public, fade the public. Right? Oh, my God. And, and this weekend when I saw, because I don't consult with the, the other guys on the panel, we submit our picks independently. Uh, which he I goes in his own war do. room. And we were all on the Cowboys. And I said, oh, my God, that's not good. And we all know what happened there. So we'll review that after a break, and uh, we'll go on to the rest of the league and uh, some picks. Been a while since your last big win. Feeling like you've lost your mojo. Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to thelinebreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education. At thelinebreakers.com, we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handy Capping services. Our results are posted permanently so you can track our results. Listen to the Line Breakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts. TheLineBreakers.com. Hello, everyone. We are back. And just before we jump into uh, some more football talk, go on to our website, www.TheLineBreakers.com. Check out our, I mean, check out our most recent podcast if you haven't listened to it, our past podcasts. Uh, we have all the, um, things we talk about in each podcast and we also have our picks there our picks that you go there we have uh, a few guys on the panel we make picks we've upgraded our picks from we've usually did we went from pretty much 10 picks to 20 picks now so you're getting double the amount of picks for the same price uh go there check it out i mean we have our little disc- our little rundowns a little write-ups on why we make the pick um and you can pick uh, one of our uh, many personalities here we have the mechanic the professor and we have me coop so, yeah, go to the www.thelinebreakers.com <laughs> and check out our picks. But we'll just roll right into uh, that Dallas game right there. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, all three of us had it, and I and I saw it when, uh, when I put the picks up, and you're like, oh, we all have Dallas. What's going to happen now? And I said foreshadowing. That was, I, I yeah. privately messaged or whatever, I, yeah. our group message, I go, that's the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is how it quite often happens when everyone thinks it's a lock. It quite often isn't. Like, you know, the Vikes now have finally beaten a good team on the road, something they haven't done in a very long time, and certainly not lately. And uh, that that was a shocker for me. Uh, the, the Cowboys losing at home. You know, they, they were really poised to, like, put a stamp on the, the NFC East, you know. Same goes for the Saints. What the hell happened with the oh Saints? Oh, my God, that game was bad. They just couldn't do anything against the Falcons, who you thought were, like, dead in the water. The Falcons were... The Falcons are dead. Yeah. And they came out and they just completely dominated the Saints. The Saints I couldn't mean, move the ball. They, I mean, they didn't really have any turnovers. They just couldn't do anything. I mean, there's a new overused phrase called shitting the bed. You know, and that's what the Saints did. Yeah, that's I, yeah. Nine points at home, you know, against and the And they team. lost, what, 21, like nine or something? Yeah, 21-7? Yeah, yeah. Or 21-9, yeah, right. Yeah. 
And it's just like, that's why, like, you go through games every week and you're like, how is this team going to lose? It's like, it just happens. Well, the Saints it, just drop the egg and, and shit the bed and they just lose. Well, you know, the NFL likes that because their old phrase was any given Sunday, anyone can win and parody under uh, the guy, uh, way, way, yeah, Pete Rozelle, yeah. years and years, you know, e- eons ago, was that he wanted parody. But, you know, we've had perennially bad teams, and that goes to ownership and management. But, you know, but you know, conversely, anyone, including me, uh, thought the Packers would bounce back. And I wrote that last week. I said it on the thing last week after embarrassment uh, against the Chargers. And I, I picked them at home against Carolina. You know, what that—, that- Go look, watch that game. That was a football game. That's football weather in the snow at Lambeau Field. One line came down to the last play of the game. Obviously, if you're betting, it was what plus five and a half uh, for the Panthers. And if yeah. you had the Panthers, you're probably like sitting there, like he couldn't have just got six more yard, like another yeah. yard, and then yeah. uh, covered my bet right there. Yeah. Well, nope. that was the last leg of my fourteen parlay, and if I didn't already have white hair, you know, it it, it would it would have gone completely white or or fallen out. But you know, I hit my parlay with that because I I really got scared off that we all like the Cowboys, mm-hmm. so I didn't put that in my parlay. No offense, and it came down to no one. offense, Coop, but I didn't. Hey, put you Cowboys. picked them too. I know. I, no, I picked them, but I didn't put oh. them. In the my parlay. Oh, I the said parlay. when everyone picked them, yeah. and everyone picked the Saints. Saints weren't well, in my parlay you for, either. I blame you for saying it. Oh. Maybe if you didn't say it was a jinx, it wouldn't have been a jinx. Uh, Think right, about that so, one. It, but it works both ways, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and like last week, I, I I wrote and stated that I didn't understand why the Browns were favored by three. Well, they won by three. So guess what? They're now two, six, and one against the spread. You know why? Because. They're the almost the worst guys against the spread, which is all that really counts. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless you're just a homer and you want your team to win. But, you know, they're playing Thursday night tomorrow. Against the Steelers. Was it plus three again? Minus three on the Browns? I guess they're at home, right? It's in Cleveland, minus three. Yeah, on the, yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're – uh, Pittsburgh's won four in a row. You know, I know, yeah. They're on fire. That yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick trade seems oh, to that's come like up biggest, huge. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, yeah. You know, and, and everyone thought that the Dolphins were going to get a high pick, but now it looks like they're going to get like a mid-20th like 20th pick right now. Yeah. The way that the Steelers have been playing, and, and it just comes to think of what if the Steelers still had Big Ben, but I mean, they're still winning. But if the they're Steelers still had the other two guys either. I mean, yeah, you know, Coach I mean, Tomlin does some scratch, you know, head scratching things, you know, he just does crazy, crazy calls. But, you know, because of that, he's, he's underrated as a coach. But after losing the three best players on his team and several others like Connor recently and you know, to injury. Yeah, just dealing with injuries throughout the year. He's yeah. turned that team around from an 0 3 start. And now they're four know, they're and four, five, right? five and four. Oh, five and four. Five and four. Yeah. You know, they had, you know, they have a chance to, you know, uh, sneak away with run the, the table card, yeah. until the last game. Cause the last game is the Ravens. Oh, that could, I mean, that would be good. That'd be a good. Come down to the last game. Maybe yeah. that came with the eight o'clock game on that Sunday night. So uh, that's just yeah. something to look forward to. I mean, they might actually run the table cause they, it's, 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 it's such a patsy schedule. They have Browns, Bengals, Browns mm-hmm. in three weeks. Yeah. You know, and then I think the Jets are throwing it in there. And yeah, Cardinals. and the way that the Browns are playing, it's like yeah. kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah, and they made the Rams, I mean, they almost killed the Rams last week. The Rams sub- 
like yeah. uh, Sean McVay, Mr. Guru, everyone thinking that the uh, – I didn't play Jared Goff in fantasy because I knew Jared Goff would just shit the bed again. Oh, my God. I mean – I played I Josh Allen who won me the game. I in my notes, but, you know, the, from, from being in the Super Bowl – not a year ago, in February. Yeah, what was it, like eight months? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Bill Belichick just completely getting in his head and just rattling his cage. Yeah. Well, speaking of Belichick, we have Brady saying he wants to revenge the Super Bowl loss against the Eagles. Well, you don't revenge the Super Bowl loss in a regular season yeah. game, and the quarterback isn't the quarterback. Yeah, you know, that's such a weird tight. thing to say. Yeah. That's not a very patriot thing to say. Well, he's just a fucking pussy. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're. It's like you're trying to like make a headline for no reason. Yeah. Well, I hope he gets smacked in the teeth again. Goes right back in the fetal position. Fletcher Fletcher Cox is coming through the middle. Yeah. That'll make my night. But yeah, I think they're getting three and a half. Uh, they're laying three and a half at Eagles. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we we might have to. Uh, I'm going to have to give a tease yeah. there. But once again, <laughs> www.thelinebreakers.com. You could see who the mechanic picks, what he's thinking. What's thinking <laughs> under that uh, that Raiders that hat. That Raider hat. Is. That, LA, that Las well, Vegas Raider, Raider hat. hat is now, unbelievably, after last week's last year's fiasco, the Raiders are laying 10 points. That's un- it's inconceivable. Ten and a half. As that, as that bald little fuck would say in uh, The Princess Bride. It's inconceivable. <laughs> well, I mean, the Bengals are in the, the Bengals are in the driver's seat to get that first round pick. The Bengals are in the driver's seat to get that number one quarterback that they want. Oh, yeah. Uh, the bang- I, I, you know, I don't think I've mentioned the Bengals yet this year other than to say just. Yeah. I mean, Miami Dolphins were, but they, Miami's won two in a row now. Yeah. And they've covered five in a row. Yeah. And we should talk about that that kick at the end of the game where the guy where, was it Vinatieri who, who was that this week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just like whoa, that was bad. All right, so we've been talking about against the spread, which if you're a better, that's what you need to focus on. Yeah, you're not going to really bet money lines like that. You want the spread. I mean, but you only want nine teams are against the spread. Fifty five percent are better, which you need to be in order to make money if you're betting the spread. Otherwise, you know, the VIG eats it, eats it up. And if you don't understand that, you really need to do a little more research and education. Mm-hmm. But that means if you're always betting the same team, unless you're betting one of these nine teams, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. So because the other 23 teams are costing you money because they're under 55 against the spread. So do some research. Or if you're too lazy and you really just want to make money, Visit us at thelinebreakers.com, get our picks, and we're going to make you some money. Ayo. That is true. And then buy my picks. That's my Tourette's thing. <laughs> buy my picks. I'm the mechanic. We'll be, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Been a while since your last big win? Feeling like you've lost your mojo? Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to TheLineBreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education. At TheLineBreakers.com, we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handicapping services, our results are posted permanently so you can track our results listen to the line breakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts the linebreakers.com and 
and we are back. I'm here with the mechanic. Uh, we just talked a little about the NFL, what happens, teams against the spread, uh, kind of like all the Week 10 stuff you need to know. We delved into a little bit about Week 11, but we're just going to kind of jump into college football, which is kind of like my specialty. Um, I mean, my picks that I posted last week, I went 4-1. and one. Ford and Rams versus Colgate under, hit that. Wisconsin Badgers over against Iowa, hit that. LSU plus 7, hit that. Georgia minus 6.5, hit that. Uh, yeah. And I had the Stanford minus three versus Colorado. I was like, oh, that was a tough one. They lost by three points. Um, Colorado came to play, uh, things like that. And obviously the LSU game was kind of like the high point of everyone's game in Tuscaloosa. Everyone kind of, I mean, Alabama's kind of been like the big brother, uh, to LSU. Uh, coach, coach O hasn't really won. I mean, he hasn't really won. He hasn't won in Alabama or against Alabama since he started. He's kind of suffered some really horrible losses, including last yeah, year. I, I think I they got shut advice. out. I put them in my picks. I had uh, two college plays and two pro plays for my uh, four-team parlay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mm-hmm. guess I owe exactly. you a drink or something. Yeah, go there. Check it out. I mean, <laughs> we're just winning people money already, you know? <laughs> But and yeah, drink, LSU. And drinks. Of, but yeah, but LSU, they kind of showed they were top dog. They're number one right now in the playoff rankings. Uh, the professor's not here, but I know he would love to have us talk about Penn State and how they kind of, I don't know if they came out flat, but I think Minnesota's just ready this year. Minnesota's, the, they're undefeated uh, for the first time since like forever. I think the first time in their history they're um, like yeah, 9 0. Yeah, you know, and he wants to know why the board did not put his pick in because he said I picked them. And we didn't put his pick up. Oh. I said, you know why? Because you can't pick them every fucking week. Mm-hmm. And so we took a, we took his pick down. Executive decision. Yeah. yeah. So, so much for him, the professor. You're not the chancellor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they kind of came out. I mean, Wisconsin, Minnesota came out strong. Penn State kind of fought back a little bit, but they just couldn't hold. They couldn't really stop Minnesota late in the game. Um, and that's where that game kind of happened um, in there. And then Badgers, Wisconsin, or Wisconsin Badgers. Versus Iowa, I mean, every, that game's kind of hard-nosed playing in the trenches, but, I mean, 38-and-a-half, that was kind of just too low to pass up. And then Georgia Bulldogs versus Missouri. I mean, Georgia's just trying to stay stay in the game right now. They have to win, win at all costs. We all know that their defense is great. Missouri's yeah. kind of just— And didn't they shut them out? Yeah, they did. 27 like nothing. 15 or whatever. Yeah, 16-and-a-half, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, I, I took that. Yeah. If I owe you two drinks yeah. instead of one. Two drinks. <laughs> right. We heard it here. Two mm-hmm. drinks. Yep. Right. Two iced teas. Maybe just one big drink. One big drink. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, once again, go check out our picks. They'll be there no later than Thursday at midnight. So Friday morning, when you when you log on and you're ready to bet the weekend games, and you got your uh, your paycheck, your weekly paycheck, so to speak. Um, yeah, you'll have our picks there and who we uh, who we pick, and you can maybe lay some parlays uh, if you're feeling confident. But uh, yeah. I mean, we trust in our picks. We trust in our write-ups. You'll see why we took them, the reason behind it. And uh, I don't know. I'm feeling a little hot right now in college football. So you better go there and check out and see who I picked. Yep. And one other thing I want to add on is, like, we, we had mentioned at the very beginning of the season that we also look at weather. Weather is now becoming a factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw it in the Packer game. I mean, you're going to see it rain. You're going to see just the cold, just like coldness. Yeah, cold, ar- not really blast. You know, which makes me want to move uh, south. But in the meantime, you know, look at look at what the weather is doing, and we we factor that into what we uh, decide to do, especially because it changes on a, at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Like we were just told we were going to have horrible, horrible weather here. Well, it was very cold, but we didn't get any uh, snow. You know, but it was very, yeah, it was very cold. It was like yeah, yeah. it was like 15 degrees this morning. It was like yeah. 22 right Re- now. Rec- record lows were set today, yeah. here and it was in windy the northeast. Yeah, yeah. 
So. And they're human too. These players, these football players, are human too. When they get hit, it hurts. Yeah, and and, you, and Run, especially you throwing you, the ball is hard. Running, you just want to really run the ball. You kind of can't. Don't you lose your footing easily? The ground yeah. is hard. And, and you watch a southern team going to a northern team that and make sure they're playing outside. You know, jackass. Yeah, don't play in Detroit. We, Detroit <laughs> don't, got 15 don't inches, it but it's inside. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh my God, it's it's 10 below in Minnesota. They may well, have gotten 20 inches of snow, but guess what? They play inside of a dome. It's right? 72 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> jackass. It might as well be Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. But yeah, like you said, I mean, those those are factored into our decisions. We look at the weather, we look at how it's going to be, how it's going to play out, what type of quarterback there are. Some quarterbacks just have a small arm. Like they may be able to throw it in, in perfect conditions, but when it gets windy out there, they're just not strong enough to make those throws. Yep, and late injury reports because with the huge amounts of injuries in the NFL, especially amongst quarterbacks, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a uh, – you really have to look at the last minute. Yeah, and the quarterback runs the team. I mean, yeah. and if he's like kind of not as good, he still runs the team. He hands the ball every play, and especially nowadays with teams throwing the ball 35 times, no problem. I mean, he factors in a lot to what happens in the game and the outcome. Yep. So once again, we remind you, bonuses and promotions continue to abound in the explosion of sports betting sites. We encourage you to sign up and do your research and – Pick the sites that are giving you a lot of the bonuses. There's a lot of free money to be had there. I coach my friends and associates every week. They're they're putting a couple thousand dollars into their bank account for free. And the easiest thing to do is go to our website. I have the link there for where you can find out the place that rates them and reviews them. And you can then, after you've signed up, go back to the linebreakers.com for help in making the right picks because although you're going to have matching uh, deposits and bed insurance, you don't want to be doing blindly. You still have to get it right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you put 500 in, they, they give you $500 of insurance. You don't want to blow it. And, and plus there's a lot of uh, small print there. Like you can't just bet the 500 on one game. You need to bet, you know, uh, 50, 50, 50. Or if you look through the loopholes, you can bet the same team, but not exactly at the same time. Exactly. See, this is the insider information you're getting here when you're listening to the podcast and you're looking at our picks. We're giving you the loopholes, and that's what everyone wants at the end of the day. They want to know how to get that sneaky deal. You know, you walk into a hotel, how to get that, like, how to get the extra bump up, how to get the from economy to business, you know, exactly like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost like hacking. Exactly. But, you know, you know mm-hmm. but we're giving you a very free hack. Life hacks, betting yeah. hacks. <laughs> Bet hack, yeah. The mechanic hacks. Yeah. The coop scoops. <laughs> so, you know, we we are still priced way below, well below these guys, and they're giving you one pick for forty nine bucks. We're giving you fifteen picks plus a few free picks here and there. And you know, if you don't like it, you know, you'll write us and you send us an email, and we'll make it right. So, we always end up with a little PSA that you need to bet with your head, not over it. That's the phrase that you're supposed to understand. And if you believe you have a problem, you probably do. So you should call 1-800-GAMBLER. Once again, also, if you're using our site, that means although you can't bet with us, you we are directing you or encouraging you to go and do some betting. So that means you're over 21 because that's the legal age. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Happy betting. Yeah. I'm Coop. He is the mechanic. We are the line breakers. And the professor is at Beetlejuice. Yep, exactly. We'll see him. We'll see you guys next week. Uh-huh.